It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and so many other great platforms. Wherever you're hearing us, thank you for tuning in for another great show. Uh, happy again, just running around like crazy, trade show after trade show, uh, new discovery after new discovery, and so happy to share this with you all today. Remember, if you have questions or you have concerns or you want to Talk about something interesting in regards to cannabis or just health in general. Reach out via social media. Send me a, a, your questions. I'm happy to make this interactive as much as possible. And, you know, this is all about, you know, interaction with soil, with nature, with the, our environment. This is what we're doing here. We're going back to the earth, talking more about better living through plants, especially cannabis, and how this affects us all. I'm a big believer and always have been as a naturopathic doctor, natural food chef, is let food be our medicine and, let, you know, the, the nature, uh, you know, benefits, you know, really heal us the proper way. So it's wonderful to have our guests on today because we're going to talk a little bit about all that. And again, just like my book, The Cannabis Conundrum, there are challenges and concerns, and we'll touch on some of that as well, especially on you know, the current vape dilemma um, that's out there in the marketplace. So it's my pleasure uh, to introduce three guests today. We're going to find balance in promoting the best information possible. We have a 25-year-plus agricultural authority, Dino, the happy plant guy, Changanaki, you know, talking about growing clean, healthy food, uh, talking about some of these mysteries and, and enigmas and things that are happening behind the scenes in the growing culture of cannabis. Thanks for joining us, Dino. A pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on your show. It, it's my pleasure. We're joining us today also. We got two power women in the industry. We're talking with Jessica Chandler and my friend Denise Mahaffey from, you know, Trinity Global Enterprises. But I mean, just from talking about this industry, thank you ladies for joining us. Both have your backgrounds. We'll get into that momentarily, but thanks for taking the time and sharing your insights on the show today. Thank, thank you, you for so having much. us. So let's just dive right in this because, you know, Denise, we know each other for quite some time because we've been working with getting the word out. You know, Denise, you're, you're, you're a power voice in, in marketing and getting the word out there on important matters. We've discussed you know, hemp-derived CBD back when no one knew what the word CBD or the letter CBD was or what they were talking about. We looked at like we were drug pushers and strange guys, but you saw the big picture. So how have you been? And tell me what's going on here. What brings you and your crew on the show? Oh, well, that really summarizes it very well. Thank you. You and I have been in the industry since 2013. Um, you probably before. So we have a lot of visibility to the industry and what's transpired over the last six years. So what has been happening to the industry overall, not just hemp, but the whole plant, is these strings of contamination news reports that are coming out. And the contamination source appears to be from mold and from yeast. We started seeing this problem cross international lines. So we started researching it and Jessica went on farm tours. She she toured inside and out to see the grow operations. Um, 
and the report still kept coming up. So we had these questions in the back of our mind, where does the mold come from? So we did a pretty extensive report that is located at plantstds.com, and that is substrate transmitted diseases. We'll go into that report, and the ultimate finding, the, the ultimate takeaway from all of this is that there is a contamination source coming from coconut-derived substrate. And if you'd like to know what a substrate is, I'm going to toss to Dino, the happy plant guy, who could tell you all about substrates. <laughs> awesome. Hello, hello. Um, substrates. Uh, if you can imagine a Twinkie. Uh, there's the yummy cream filling, and then there's the superstructure that the yummy cream filling goes into. So if you can imagine a structured uh, Twinkie made out of coconut core, that hairy husk fiber, that's literally the, the composite, the materials that we're discussing. That is where the contamination seems to be settling, and it is endemic throughout uh, about 40% of the entire coconut industry uh the they have issues with uh processing the uh, in a fashion that is not as clean as we would like to see and unfortunately it's a beautiful breeding ground for yeasts and mold and the unsuspecting purchaser of these products then is incorporating this into their lovely grow facilities and then they are experiencing these blooms of powdery mildew uh, they have issues with bugs that magically come out of nowhere and it's uh, a look to see who brought it in who is the culprit who's the bad person and then it leads then to the subsequent having to deal with the problem and that is where the real problems really start to explode your spring fungicides, you're spraying insecticides on products because of these powdery mildew blooms. Uh, and then what you end up doing is if you cannot control that situation, you can't sell your flour to a dispensary because you can't get a certificate of analysis on it because the laboratories won't take product that's got PM all over the flowers. So you end up blowing it into an oil and when you blow it into an oil you are creating a concentrated toxic pretty little package of evil that when you put it into a vape cartridge you are now taking a straight shot of not just the flower but the fungicide the insecticide the uh, problems with the mold whatever didn't get cleaned out and this is creating a toxin called hydrogen cyanide and this is having an impact that heating element from the vape pen it goes into your lungs and it's creating lesions it's creating uh well 34 deaths is the last count about 1500 people hospitalized because of these uh, circumstances and we are doing our best to bring light to it so that you can follow the breadcrumbs all the way back to the root cause of what is really uh, this whole big uh, crisis origination. Let, let's, let's call it for what it is. I think, I think that's just amazing. And you just kind of both of you and all three of you have been working on this for quite a while. I know, but like that root cause and as a naturopath, I'm always looking at as I feel like a detective, I guess you guys have been just doing some detective research saying, what is this, you know, pathway 
to to this industry's you know disruptive or imbalances. I love the STD substrate transmitted diseases, and you know for for those that I'm going to back this up for one second to say, look, we're growing these products in different medium. Now people are using hydroponic, using water. Some are using you know aeroponic. Some are using soil, and then different mediums that you know like soil. And we're talking about coconut husk, coconut peat, cocoa peat, and you know it's interesting that coconut. The actual oil and the MCT oil and, and some of the other compounds found inside of the coconut have natural antibacterial, antifungal, um, you know, even antiviral components, caprylic acid, you know, capric acid. And these are part of nature's overall intention. But now you're stripping away that part and leaving just the outer husk and making this medium that now without that additional protection or support. Uh, becomes a breeding ground of these funguses and molds, and now they're being utilized to grow product. And it's amazing, you know, cascade of events you guys just outlined, especially as it translates to the vape concerns, which I totally understand that now we're taking this lower-grade product, extracting it into an oil that has all these contaminating compounds on it, from pesticides, fungicides, to, you know, the overall mold and fungus and other critters that might be on part of this plant and again you guys this is this is pretty amazing stuff and i'm so excited for you sharing on the show today what kind of percentage are we talking about you know do you think uses this cocoa peat right now as part of their growing model does anyone have some kind of statistics on that thank you the numbers that i came up with are startling so let me go back to the tests um put our heads together and the laboratory analyzed five of the more popular brands that are out there. And of the five, 40% came back with pathogenic mold. Now when you say popular so brands, you, are, is this, are these licensed uh, medical dispensaries? Or are, they just li- are they just popular retail brands available anywhere you can get them? Oh, it's popular. You can buy them online all day long. Oh, okay, so, but not necessarily the ones I'm saying coming through a certified licensed you know, met, you know, you know, state-run facility. These are just more of the popular retail products, which are unfortunately are, are all over the all over the industry, all over the marketplace. Yes, what we're discussing here is the actual substrate, not the actual vape pens. Right. Not the actual vape cartridges. We're talking about what is causing the contamination here. I appreciate that clarity in the sense that you know this is the yeah. substrate is again, and I'm saying, but there, but this substrate. And the different ways of growing, I'm just kind of curious about those differentiations. But it, but I hear what you're saying is the substrate itself is used rampantly mm-hmm. throughout the industry, and that's what you're basically coming up with. Absolutely, and the really and the really interesting part about this is cannabis is a microcosm of agriculture. The substrate, these cocoa core, the cocoa peat, these products are utilized in other areas of agriculture. That's not right. just cannabis. Well, that, that, that's what I was actually leading to. This is just the beginning of the surface of this medium and the substrate mm-hmm. being a problem. We found it with cannabis because the way it's inhaled or utilized right now, but it may be rampant through other aspects of agriculture. And, and again, this is personal to me because I'm working on a research and setting up some growing. And I, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm grateful to know that cocoa peat and cocoa core may not be 
a good option or it looks sounds like isn't a good option for me going forward. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with these three amazing, you know, investigators and detectives telling us really some interesting stuff about, you know, challenges in growing, especially with cocoa derivatives. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome Sorry to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, you got me again. All right. Uh, you, you got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Yeah, Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here with my guest today, Dino, the healthy plant guy, and Denise and Jessica. We're talking about this this alert. This is basically a public service announcement that everyone, this is, goes beyond just the, our cannabis listeners, but for health and better living, this may affect agriculture pretty widespread and we're talking about the substrate use i mean good old soil you know has its challenges you know we're looking i'm big on regenerative agriculture but these ideas that we're using different mats and substrates and different compounds to grow agricultural and and food today um it's pretty interesting to hear we're having some discoveries there may be some underlying issues and really some unfortunately unhealthy and potentially lethal ones it sounds like yes this this is uh you know again when you guys find this out um denise you were talking about deep diving into the numbers and some of these really alarming facts that you came across can you share some of that with us sure so there are hundreds of millions of pounds of coconut core that are exported from primarily the the top five countries would be india brazil indonesia um, Sri Lanka, the Philippines. 
And what we found is of these hundreds of millions of pounds that are going out there on the market, not all of the manufacturers have a standardized process. Some of them do. And coconut substrate is an excellent substrate to use in indoor grow as well as supplementing your soil grows, your field grows. So the implication, if you can look at the subsection that we analyzed at 40%, 40% being contaminated with pathogenic molds, pythium and fusarium. When you look at those particular pathogens, people typically think of root rot. And root rot tends to be from overwatering, as I have found through my consulting with the happy plant guy, you know. And the problem of root rot goes far beyond just the dampening off and the killing off of the plant um, in its early stages of growth, as Dino explained. So the challenge as it, as it comes to agriculture in general is looking at the input points. And Dino can explain what the inputs are. What we're recommending is for all, in, all growers, all investors that are supporting any type of agriculture grow is to know exactly what is in your inputs before you start growing. There are some shining stars that came out of the analysis. There is a particular brand that Dino can explain why this brand is the clear front runner of all of them. So our message from Trinity Global Enterprises, and Jessica can go into this further, is ask for the COA. Again, I think that's a, a golden rule we're, we're, we're learning in the industry as a whole, whether, you know, whatever the product may be, is while this industry is still young and emerging and learning a lot of things, you know, uh, having some challenges here and there, um, that any time, I've always promoted this my whole career, being a conscious consumer, you know, ask for questions, ask for those COAs, get as much information you can as possible uh, before you put anything in or on your body. So that's great. When you were uh, in doing the introduction, you'd mentioned that you're a naturopathic doctor. And one of the key principles that is always followed uh, by that is, uh, like you said, let food be your medicine. The concern is if the food or the medicine that you're growing is being grown in a toxic environment, then the absorptive nature of that plant is going to absorb that toxin. And if you then consume that product, you will then intake that toxicity into yourself. So then you now have an issue. Uh, a lot of folks don't realize because they're buying cocoa core or cocoa peat at their hydroponic store and Again, they're of the mind that everything is fine. There's not a worry. There's not an issue. But then what happens? You are putting this cocoa peat or cocoa core into the most ideal environment, perfect environment for everything to grow. Everything wants to live in your facility, your indoor, your outdoor, because the nutrients are right. The moisture is right. The humidity is right. The temperatures are right. Everything would want to live in there. So given the opportunity, now you're providing a lovely feed source, you're providing your liquid nutrients, your uh, fertilizers, your inputs, as it were, and a perfect lighting environment. And you have eliminated a lot of the uh, what they have in nature, which is the 
balance where all of a sudden, if you have one coming up, you'll have something to counterbalance that imbalance that goes away when you're talking about an indoor grow, you're trying to go ahead and mitigate and control as many of the inputs as possible. And then lo and behold, if you find that you suddenly have a powdery mildew outbreak and you're scratching your head because you have no idea where it came from, perhaps it isn't the, the grower. Perhaps it isn't uh, the people that are working, they're bringing it in from another garden. Perhaps it's just the contamination within the actual substrate itself. And that's what we're finding, that with a lot of these substrates, the process is not, it's not to the level that you would need if you're growing medicine. Uh, you have to dry these products out. And a lot of these companies, uh, they're located in areas where there's a lot of humidity, so they don't dry it as thoroughly as you'd expect. And then when you have that packaged up in plastic bags and stored in warehouses for months on end during the rainy season, yeah, uh, you're going to end up with mold issues. You're going to end up with all types of stuff. Not to mention that the companies out there aren't doing a real great job of cleaning the product. They'll leave it out in the sun, let the rain go ahead and wash it out, supposedly, and they'll trample over it. Animals will trample all over it. Tractors will tra trample all over it. This process is not high tech. The only company that we've found that actually does the, the background, the, the, they you know dot all the I's, cross all the T's, was one company called Conebo Organic. They are, are washing their product with well water. They only source their coconut husks from organic farms, the same ones that are supplying coconut products to the Whole Foods and the Trader Joe's of the world. Uh, they then package it through a drying process so that you end up with zero contamination of heavy metals. You don't want lead, arsenic, cadmium, or mercury in your coconut core, but that's unfortunately what we're finding in this other 40% that is out there. Why? Because a lot of these coconut plantations, they are doing also grows of rice and they're using different types of fertilizers, phosphate fertilizers in there where you have heavy metal contamination, not, all, not just in the soil, but also in the rivers when they then choose to go ahead and rinse these coconut fibers. So it's endemic within the industry and in the processing. Again, there's a couple of companies out there doing it right, and we're not here to go ahead and bash on anybody. But again, if you're making medicine, it's got to be clean. The inputs have to be something that is not going to end up killing the patient. So again, that's mainly what we're trying to go ahead and push out there through the public service announcement. Know what you're using. Make sure that what you're purchasing has a certificate of analysis so you can check heavy metal content, the bacterial or uh, fungicide, or uh, I'm sorry, funguses that might be there. It should be tested so that you know exactly what you're going to be putting your plants into. That's really, uh, thank you, Dino. That, this is, uh, and, you know, and, and Jessica and Denise as well. This is really important, again, to clarify my, for my earlier understanding. So cocoa pea and cocoa aren't bad substrates or bad growing mediums are actually pretty good ones, but it's more of the industry as, as, as demand has increased probably significantly over the last you know, decade or so, this industry has not put any standardization regulations or quality control that is now potentially a culprit to some of these 
downline issues in our growing of our plants, our foods, et cetera. I think that's an amazing you know conversation point. And I, again, I'm working with inputs myself right now, looking at you know soil qualities and growing products in greenhouses and outdoors as you know more hands-on uh, in the agricultural space. And so I think it's amazing that you you have these you know, this understanding as growers, whether you're a home grower doing a home garden or if you're a big commercial grower, it's all the same thing. It's really important. We're going to take one more break, come back. We're going to learn a little bit more. Uh, there's so much more to learn. I'm going to have to have you guys back on with updates to this and, and more discoveries. I, I, I see that already, but don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge of better living here at canvasradio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. It's time to hemp resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp resents only on Cannabis Radio. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the Concierge for Better Living, only on CannabisRadio.com. And once again, we are back. These shows go way too quick, especially when you have three great guests on and talking about something really important. This public service announcement, you guys, is alert that you guys have brought to the attention of you know to the industry, starting with cannabis, but it goes so much further. Um, obviously, cannabis and hemp being uh, you know phytoremediators, pulling heavy metals out of the soil, out of the out of the substrate better than some other plants this becomes a much bigger concern especially when the whole plant's used into and converted into other byproducts or, or derivatives um 
Jessica, you got you went around and did some investigating. What are some of the key things we talked about COAs, how important they are to ask uh, your manufacturer, and even we're talking about manufacturers, suppliers of these cocoa products. Um, so all the way down the line in your supply chain, um, you know, get COAs. What else could you give some advice to, for our listeners as far as sorting through this this concern right now, or how to even selecting products to buy or use? Well, it is exactly that coming. Asking for the certificates of analysis, you can. What's really nice is we have access to the internet. If you're utilizing a product right now, you can go online and you can see if they actually have a certificate of analysis on their website. Uh, Dino, I believe your company, you have all of that uh, with all of your products. You can access these things. Uh, If you're going into a hydroponics store, they should have this as well, especially now that we've discovered what's going on with the substrates. The stores should start asking their suppliers for the certificates of what they're what they're purchasing and selling. So it's basically everyone's got to be more accountable. I mean, I think that you guys have done a great job yeah. here, and I know that yeah. for more information, this full report is available at Plant STDs. Dot com. That's plantstds.com where you guys can check out the whole report, learning more about this and getting a better explanation of why it's so important. And, and hey, guys have done some amazing work figuring out even better than these uh, top you know, news journalists trying to blaming THC for causing this, these, these lung issues to really find this underlying issue to why the vapes are, are, are causing all this lung damage. I, it's, I appreciate your work. I really do. Uh, I find it actually... I find it actually comical that these folks are calling themselves journalists because the information is out there. You just have to ask a grower. And when they started going down the uh, out the road of, oh, it's the vitamin E that they're using or it's these evil vape companies, everybody in the industry, they knew it's a hatchet job. They're going after this particular space because... There's big interest and big corporate money that wants to go ahead and take it over and squeeze out the little guy. We all know that. The thing that is important is to understand that if we do not self-police, if we do not follow the correct protocol, if we're making bunk product, if you're making toxic stuff, yeah, the industry is going to be taken right from underneath our feet. The plant itself, the cannabis plant is a God-given medicine. The inputs that are used to make those plants profitable for people, that's where we get into trouble. So as long as we're staying true to what we're doing, we're making medicine for kids that are having seizures. We're making medicine for folks that have cancer. Think about it. You wouldn't be producing a product. You wouldn't be looking at anything that you would give to your family, to your kids, to your parents, to your grandparents, that would harm them. Think about that aspect. You want to make sure that what you're producing has got the best caliber, quality, everything input. The soil is so important because, again, this is an absorptive plant. All the nutrient goodness that's in that soil is going to be absorbed by the plant. They plant hemp at Fukushima in Japan to absorb the radioactivity of the soil and it's cleaning out the soil. Of course, they're not using that hemp to make CBD 
They're turning it into biofuels. I sure hope not. Um, no, you. I, I feel, and, and I, I know my listeners do, because this is what we're about here on my show. And, and Denise, you know, you know that I'm all about passion. I'm all about healing. I'm all about the nature and how the power of the plants can take us back to a better society, a better culture. And, and I hear it in your voice, Tino, and I'm so happy to, to connect with you. And I'm glad you shared all this insight. We're going to have to have you back on, talk some more uh, about some of the work you're doing. And, and, and yeah, this is just great. Um, Jessica, you know, getting on the, on, the, on the front lines and going behind the scenes and finding out some of these issues on the manufacturing side and the production side. Awesome job on that. And Denise, of course, getting the message out there and uh, putting this package together. I'm sure that, you know, that, that kind of gets people to be aware of such an important issue. You guys have done a great job and, and thanks for sharing it um, today on the show. I'm, I'm sure my listeners are going to have questions when we get this live. We're going to, you know, maybe have to have you guys back on to, to address it. But thanks for taking the time today to uh, to get this public service announcement, this alert out to the masses. And, and, and thanks for the time sharing it with me. I'm happy to know this underlying cause. Thank, Thank you very you so much. much for the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Again, you guys uh, doing a great job. For those, check out plantstds.com. Check learn more. I'll have more links to check out uh, these. You know all the different work that's going on. Any updates that I come across. Um, there's so much good information here, guys. Thanks again. Thanks for everyone. Check out Trinity Global Enterprises, and uh, we'll check out Happy Plant Guy Dino. You guys keep doing what you're doing. Keep spreading the positive message out there. As we say, as a group, we try to make today better than yesterday, and work today to make tomorrow better than today. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living. Wishing everyone all the best in health and happiness. Take care and be well. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.